fantasy football is almost here and maybe you are like me and want to be prepared if so this will help you these are the breakout wide receivers for 2022 now what if i told you there was a top 10 wide receiver in round eight yes round eight of drafts this man produced over 180 yards last year as a rookie and not only did he do that he did it against an all pro cornerback in trevion diggs but that's not all because in five games without sterling shepherd last year Kadarius tony yes Kadarius tony averaged 13.8 fantasy points per game you can see that right here and he did it on a very impressive i'm talking would have been top 10 if it continued the whole season 8.8 targets per game and if you take last year's top fantasy finishers and points per game obviously you're going to throw out guys like christian wilkerson in like the one game where he went off but if you were to take that number of 13.8 fantasy points per game and slide it in here it'd be a top eight fantasy finish and it would be the exact same points fellas as stefan diggs deontay johnson and chris godwin scored last year that's the company this guy is in now stay with me because this gets interesting sterling shepherd tore his achilles which is a brutal injury especially for a 29 year old wide receiver and he did it on december 19th 2021 now this is typically a 10 to 12 month recovery if you're a younger player and a lot of players over 30 percent like a third of players don't even return from this injury which fingers crossed shepherd can but a 10 to 12 month recovery means he's returning at mid-october at the earliest maybe against the ravens on october 16th but that's the earliest if he has an average return it might not be until november 13th or november 20th which is the majority of the season at that point the point is he's unlikely to be ready for week one now here's the good stuff Kadarius tony was elite at commanding targets last year this number right here his target rate of 28.9 percent seventh in the nfl which was more than justin jefferson yes potentially the best receiver in the league justin jefferson and stefan diggs last year but he wasn't the only impressive rookie elijah moore was injured in week 13 but from week 7 to week 13 he ranked fourth amongst all wide receivers in fantasy football and it gets even better because the only guys who were better than him during that time were cooper cup justin jefferson and debo samuel the elites of the elites he's with now here's the interesting thing all three of these wide receivers and deservingly so go in the first two rounds of drafts cooper cup taking in the top three picks top four picks for justin jefferson and then debo is a top 18 pick right now again deservingly so but something is wrong here because elijah moore is being taken in the sixth round of drafts as the 31st wide receiver off the board now let me explain why this occurs Moore suffered a quad injury in week 13 last year and he ended up missing the remainder of the season the final three games for the jets and basically it's resulted in people forgetting about him but now you remember and you can benefit and you'll also have an advantage knowing about this next guy because josh palmer is set to start for the chargers he played 69 percent of the snaps on average to close out the year the final five weeks for the chargers and you can see that 90 percent 44 percent 98 percent in week 16 and then 50 and 61 percent now here's why this matters because for 70 percent of the season this guy jalen guyton was the starting receiver for the chargers ahead of the rookie palmer last year and you can see that in his game logs he started the year playing 61 71 percent up to 73 percent of the snaps the majority of the snaps to start the season he was the starting guy but palmer won the job by the end of the year and look at this right now jalen guyton in the final year of his deal is due less than one million dollars and in terms of guaranteed money it's much less than that so there's a chance that he's a cut candidate before the year begins and then there's this piece of information joshua palmer started three games last year and in those games he scored 17.6 15.3 and 14.5 fantasy points now these 15.5 fantasy points per game that he averaged in a small sample of course was the exact same of what you know the rookie standout jamar chase averaged last year in fantasy at 15.5 now can i be completely honest with you i've been holding back this next guy for far too long he is my number one breakout candidate for 2022 drum roll please i give you rashad bateman and here's why the ravens lost 45 percent of their targets this offseason so they have now 
about 45% more available targets this year. And that's from guys like Sammy Watkins and Marquise Hollywood Brown leaving the team. Now, here's another way to think about this. 267 targets are now up for grabs in Baltimore. And you might be wondering, well, Sal, didn't new players come in to replace Sammy Watkins and Hollywood Brown? The answer is no, they didn't. Baltimore has added no wide receiver help to this point in the offseason. They just have five total wide receivers on the roster. And these remaining wide receivers behind Bateman of Devin Duvernay, James Prochise, Tylen Wallace, Wallace, who's a second-year player, and then Benjamin Victor, who's mainly been a special team player, they only have a combined 72 receptions in their NFL career, and the majority of those are going to Devin Duvernay. And then it hits me. Rashad Bateman, as a rookie, was basically a top 25 wide receiver at winning against man coverage, meaning he knows how to get open, and now there's 267 more targets available in this offense. That's good news for Bateman. And what's even crazier is this next guy has 340 available targets in his offense. Nicole Hartman is the longest tenured Kansas City wide receiver, and he has played five games in his career without Tyreek Hill, and during those games, he averages 36% more fantasy points per game. He goes from 7.8 to 10.6. Now, here's the best part. Hartman's targets have increased by at least 35% the three years he's been in the league, hitting a career high last year at 83. And now the Chiefs have the second most available targets available at 340 in the entire league. So look at it this way. Patrick Mahomes now has 57% of his targets from last year to fill this year. And Hardman is the only starting wide receiver that he has built in chemistry with. Now, I currently have McColl Hardman as a value in my tiers right now. I have him ahead of guys like George Pickens, DJ Shark, and Marvin Jones. And another guy we talked about earlier was Rashad Bateman. I have him as a massive value as right now a top 25 wide receiver option ahead of guys like Marquise Brown and DK Metcalf. And if you're curious, these are my tiers. I have them for each position. I have a top 200. I have my wants and avoids list, a bunch of stuff in this year's Supreme Cheat Sheet. And if you want access to the cheat sheet this year and you want to beat your friends, have a leg up on them, all you have to do is use the code SAL22 with the link in the description. You then simply sign up and deposit to gain access. And then version one of the copy will be sent to you on a weekly basis starting the following morning from when you sign up. So if you're ready to beat your friends and smack them around, be sure to follow the steps in the description. So we talked about Harmon's chemistry with Mahomes. And speaking of chemistry, this next guy is the perfect fit for Russell Wilson. Now, Tyler Lockett has been Russell Wilson's favorite target since 2015. And the numbers back that up. He has over 200 more targets than any other player on the Seahawks during that time. And KJ Hamler profiles out to be Wilson's new Lockett in Denver. Here's why. Lockett wins with deep speed, but so does KJ Hamler. He has top 1%, 99th percentile from the combine, speed of all time. Plus, as a rookie in 2020, he was top 10 in target separation, his ability to get open. And then obviously he was injured last year, so he couldn't show us how much more he has. So now picture this. You take Hamler's deep speed with Russell Wilson's ability to throw the deep ball, and you start to get excited, right? Now these six players are breakouts at the wide receiver position. If you want to see the breakouts of the running back position, and trust me, you do, check out this video right here. I think we should stop using the term breakout and start using the term pop off. 